Hello and welcome to Truth Be Told, a podcast by Digital Rebel, where I try and fill in the gaps conveniently left out by mainstream media, a sort of investigative journalist working for no one but you. So, welcome. What's popping? Do you ever feel like sometimes it feels bad to correctly predict everything that's happened these last 18 months? Well, most things anyway. Well, after being belittled by peers, called a conspiracy theorist, treated like the village idiot and the town leper, well, that's like exaggeration, I suppose. Yeah, sure, there's that brief but fleeting moment where you internally acknowledge you're some kind of modern Nostradamus for literally stating the obvious. But then all that's left is that annoyed feeling of being right. You don't want it to be right, but it's right. Today, I'm going to humbly and woefully keep score on another obvious truth we've been saying for some time now. And that is the UK government and I'm pretty much sure most of the governments around the world have been using big tech as a tool to silence public dissent throughout social media. It's probably been happening for quite some time and it's probably been happening from the very conception of these social media outlets. But for now, they have finally admitted it and guess what? No one's batted an eyelid. No one's doing anything about it. Nothing ever Nothing ever happens. So, over in America this week, Sleepy Joe Biden's administration has asked social media to help campaign about misinformation about the virus. He's asked social media companies to be more active in combating misinformation and to share their results of their efforts publicly. This comes weeks after Facebook introduced the grass on your neighbor feature, which prompts users to grass on their Facebook friends with a pop-up. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? Come on. With a second alert even reading, you may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently. A Facebook announcement read, so far we've removed more than 18 million pieces of COVID-19 misinformation, removed accounts that repeatedly break the rules. <laughs> what are your rules? And connected more than 2 billion people to reliable information about COVID-19 and COVID vaccines across our apps. So that was the announcement from Facebook. What really gets me is, how do these people know their rights? There's been no debate, no scientific debate whatsoever allowed on the virus. Now, as far as I know, science is decided by our scientific communities debating and as of the start of the pandemic, there has been no debates allowed on the subject of COVID-19 whatsoever. So how are us, how, our, our, <laughs> how are our 
scientific community is supposed to come to their conclusions and their consensus reached without debate. No. We are now told that we should only believe what our government's scientific advisors say on the subject. And we've got to ignore the tens of thousands of scientists, doctors, professors, and people all at the top of their game. We've got to ignore them, and even worse, we've got to censor them, and we've got to label them extremists or conspiracy theorists. My God, the world in the last 18 months must have filled up with conspiracy theorists then, because half the world must be a conspiracy theorist now, if that's your argument. As you're probably aware, they are not conspiracy theorists. They're just scientists, doctors, nurses, and simple members of the public with questions, unanswered questions. That is all that's happening. So stop labeling everyone a conspiracy theorist and get into some kind of scientific debate. Allow debates to, you know, let the scientists reach their consensus. But the medical professionals who speak out against the government's scientific advisors have been repeatedly censored by social media. They've even been silenced. Those that would normally qualify as trusted sources of medical information have had their social media accounts removed and even their employers contacted for attempting to spread misinformation about the virus and the vaccines. What was called misinformation at the time is like, and you know, it's proved to be true now. All while millions and millions in the UK have been in what seemed like endless lockdowns and senseless restrictions They've had their businesses go bust and their finances crashed, all because the government's imposed lockdowns. The UK government has decided that its citizens can no longer gauge what information is true or untrue, vital information that affects their livelihoods and health. How crazy is that? It was alleged, uh, it was already revealed with Project Mockingbird that mainstream media was totally infiltrated by the governments over in America and probably most of the West too. And you can see the effects of it play across your screens every day with, you just look at all the mainstream media, you look at the same story for each mainstream media news channel. They all read from the same script. They all say the exact same words as each other. Now our government's aims to have your computer and your phones reflect the same scripts, the same scripts you're hearing on the BBC. Now to control the flow of information about this virus is what they have admitted to. Imagine what information they're controlling and not saying about. So tell me, when did we allow the government to infantilize adults when did we allow them to become our parents telling us what is true and what is untrue what is safe to read and what's not and when to jump and how fucking high there's no escaping we are in dangerous times 
when the truth is punishable. 1984 by George Orwell and Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Well, them two books, they're kind of amalgamating and becoming a reality. How far is this going to go? You know what pisses me off more than anything? These big tech companies who claim to be private corporations that take handouts again and again from our governments and the governments from across the globe on a regular basis. Our own taxes are being used to silence us. They are using my parents' money, my money and my children's money. And this is becoming a ridiculous reality. Money is energy for most people. Most of us, it's a transaction of how we spend what little time we have on this planet so we can have food, shelter and comfort. Most of us have to work for a living, just as our parents did and just as our grandparents did and so on. In fact, we work away the best years of our lives for the small taste of freedom. It's not the working part I'm vilifying here, it's the theft. During that time over your thousands and thousands of wage slips, our government takes a cut, and rather a large cut I might add, and most people are okay with that. Most people are, because they want the roads to be in tip-top shape. They want their kids to go to well-funded schools, which is entirely understandable. But in reality, as the veil unfolds, a large portion of those funds go to furnishing politicians extracurricular, lining the pockets of billionaires and funding their travels to outer space. They sell arms to bum kids in the Middle East and then they censor the hell out of anyone who's got a problem with it. Your very taxes are being used to censor you and to plant ideas in your head to manufacture your consent. Think about that. It's the boot stamping on the human face forever. I know another George Orwell quote. It's a battle of debt slavery and the never ending circus act. So you're distracted. So you don't even notice the change that bind you. I'll say that again. You don't even notice the chains that bind you. And just for the record, if I never hear another George Orwell quote or a 1984 quote, I'll be a happier man. But when I see them bragging about controlling the flow of information and not even hiding it, and, and these blurred lines between um, what are supposed to be private corporations and the, and the governments, I think of this quote, every record has been destroyed and falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped, nothing exists except an endless presence in which the party is always right." End quote. And that, of course, is from George Orwell's 1984. So what can we do? Well, to start with, 
know this, we must stop feeding the corporations and governments that control the planet. And here are a few simple ways that you can do that. Right, let's have a look. Right, for instance, <clears throat> you can grow your own food. You can support your local organic farmers. Just get off, get off grid. Support ethical companies. Learn to upcycle. Create what you wish existed. You can raise, uh, raise awareness to critical issues. You can start activism groups. Support good causes. Stop watching your TV for one. You can homeschool or home educate your kids. Don't vote, it's a waste of time. No matter what party gets in, they always seem to favour the big corporations. So we really need to change the whole political system, I'm, I'm thinking. But saying that, not towards a one world government, that would be just so 1984 it'd be off scale you've got to research everything you've got to keep an open mind <clears throat> and <clears throat> don't do donate to mainstream charities because they are corrupt if you want to donate to charity go straight straight to the the hospital and the ward that you want to donate to or whatever but don't go through the mainstream charities you can eat healthily exercise you can even meditate get yourself healthy get some vitamins down you get some vitamin d from the sun you'd be surprised how strong the immune system is chase your own dreams that's a good one get self-sufficient be friends with your neighbors support your local community <coughs> excuse me <I'm> <coughs> Recycle and minimize your waste. That's one of the most important things. And probably one of the most important things for us as a group at the moment is never give up hope. Right, let's just shut that. That was uh, saved on Telegram. Right, this past week, there were, well, this past couple of weeks, there were protests all over the UK. Well, actually, there was all around the world. And listening to all the speakers, that was immense. And it was good for the fact it pointed out that we are not alone. Although, a lot of the time, most of us feel we are alone and ask why can I see this when most can't? More and more are waking up, so don't be bothered about that. It's, it's in these moments that loneliness is crushed and a wave of relief mm -hmm. and growing confidence towards this cause is realised. And when I say that, I mean when you listen to some of these speakers, it makes you feel relief that you're not alone for sure but more importantly it creates a confidence and a belief to carry on and to spread important truths remember to, to come to the truth you've got to do multiple uh, you know you've got to do your research multiple 
places, get your inf- get as much information as you can and, you know, find scientists, professors, doctors and nurses that are speaking the truth. They've got no motive. What are they all conspiracy theorists? What tens and tens of thousands of these people? No, they're not. Right, where was I? So for all of you that couldn't make the London protest, myself included, here is a man I think will give you that fight, that confidence to carry on. And that man is Gareth Ike. A man, a husband, a father, and a future legend, Gareth Ike! from my wife and kids this is the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen it's amazing to be surrounded by so many like-minded and right-minded people when I spoke here nearly a year ago some of the things we were talking about were considered to be conspiracy theories they were met with laughter and tinfoil hat memes Oi, lizard and no one is more gutted than me that these things are coming to pass but it is what it is the biggest surprise I've seen is how quick the transition has been from people a year ago saying, they'll never do that, that's mental. You're paranoid, mate, you're a nutter. To now go, I don't see a problem with it, mate. The behavioral science has been strong. Everyone here has lost friends or families to COVID. Not to any virus, of course, but to the mental bombardment and psychological manipulation that has left many unable to think logically, critically, or see what is in front of their eyes. Why, after 18 months, do you trust your television more than your own life experience? Why do you believe that the people that have consistently told you that there are too many people on the planet now suddenly want to save everyone? Why does COVID spread like wildfire in the summer but stop killing people? Why do people only drop dead in China and India? Why do they use a test that is not suitable on any conceivable level and then use multiple cycles above the threshold of that test? Can someone get a ventilator for a poor poor? Why if lockdowns were about saving lives have they driven millions into poverty? Why have they made people commit suicide, alcohol addiction, alcohol related deaths are at an all time high, drug addiction, they've cancelled heart treatments and cancer treatments. They test millions and millions of healthy people every week in this country while refusing to treat millions and millions of unhealthy ones. Why, if it's about protecting the elderly, do I need a vaccine certificate to go to a nightclub, but I don't need one to go to a bingo hall? Why, if it's about protecting the elderly, do they put do not resuscitate orders on everyone over 60 and many under 60? Why did Matt Hancock procure a two-year supply of midazolam from France, a drug used in palliative care that suppresses the respiratory system that they used within nine months? And Matt Hancock voted to make vaccines mandatory for care home workers to protect the elderly when they've spent the last 18 months culling them. And to think people clap these calls. Is the NHS the only organisation that considers the people that pay for it to be a burden? Why is it if I go into a bar or a restaurant or an office block or a school classroom 
and someone else in there tests positive, then I have to go under house arrest for 10 days. But the guy that sat half a foot away and stuck the swab up his nose doesn't. Doesn't make any sense because it was never about health. It was about control. Why, if the vaccines are the answer, to the point where you need to split society in two and discriminate against those that refuse to have an experimental injection. If they're that good, why does the government expect 70 plus percent of the third wave deaths to be double vaccinated? Why is the health minister who's had two stabbings, why is he sat in his house now with COVID? Does it work or not, mate? If the certificates are about stopping the spread of the virus, why does the UK government now say that they will recognise people that were in the vaccine trials but given the placebo, they will recognise them as fully vaccinated and they'll be given a certificate so they can go to a restaurant with over 100 people in it. At this point, I think they're just trolling. We fought to wake these people from their slumber and we spoke to get, we fought to get this stuff spoke about in the mainstream media for 18 months and it's not happening. We need to stop looking outside of ourselves for assistance. These people are either too far gone, not yet ready to awake, or they're on the payroll. And that's not me being defeatist because I'm anything but, but it's important to know the strengths and weaknesses of your own side as much as it is to know the strengths and weaknesses of the people that you're fighting against. The media are not just ignoring the truth, they're actively attacking people that are speaking it. And so is Silicon Valley. Why do I get fact-checked for saying that vitamin D boosts your immune system, yet Dr. Shillery, the cornflake packet competition winner doctor, is free to spout his shite on TV every day? According to this Gates affiliate, there's a mild adverse reaction to the vaccine in one and a half a million. What are you lying for, mate? According to this Gates affiliate, these vaccines have been used successfully in the past. Why are you lying, mate? The biggest mistake the people of this country made was giving the government three weeks. Three weeks to flatten the curve. And what that did is it told the government that it was theirs to take. And here we are 18 months later. And I say to those people that have complied for 18 months, where's it got you? Because I've not complied once and yet here I am. Now you may wave your vaccine certificate at me from your socially distanced Ollie Murs concert, but know this. That compliance reward depends on your continued compliance. Every booster shot, every bi-yearly injection, every flu shot, every other flu shot that they make up out of thin air with different variants, you've got to take all of them to keep your freedom reward up to date. It never ends for you. And yet it already ended for me because I never let it start. Your first 10 shots will be in vain if you don't fancy an 11th, and that's if you're even still functioning by that point. If freedom comes with a caveat, it ain't freedom, no matter how much you tell yourself otherwise. The best vaccine for COVID-19 is the realization that it's all a load of bullshit. That one's 100% effective against all future variants. We are the resistance. Every single sex, creed, colour, age, income bracket, religion, all stood together as one. You are the people I want to create the world I live in. 
While we've taken nothing but lies and smears and attacks over the last 18 months, well, we're all still standing. And we're all brothers and sisters and we've refused to be divided. And I know it feels lonely at times, but please remember there's millions of us and we are going to win this! We are going to win this! Not because politicians will suddenly become trustworthy or the BBC will start dealing in facts. We're going to win this because we have no choice but to win this. And when we realize the strength and power inside every single one of us, we realize that freedom isn't given and freedom isn't taken away. We are freedom! Yeah. And we don't ask the government not to bring in vaccine passports. We tell them we're not having it. And we don't ask them not to lock us down again. We say we're not locking down. And if they insist, we resist. They're free to make the rules, but I'm free not to obey them. You are warriors, every single one of you. Don't forget that. These people are civil servants. And some people in Westminster have forgotten how this dynamic works. They serve us, the people, not the reverse. We're in a war, and as I say, every single one of you is a warrior, and it's an honor to stand side by side with every single one of you. But this war is just getting started. These great reset psychopaths have had us in their gun sights from the beginning, and we have chosen to stand up and say no. But now those gun sights have moved to our children. And standing up is no longer a choice. There's no walking away now. In September they come for our kids and after that they'll come for the little ones. And we need to stand up and we need to be strong because that is our job as parents. Whether your child was conceived on your wedding night with your high school sweetheart or whether your child was conceived in a pub car park, it makes no odds. Your responsibilities from that second are exactly the same. That child is your reason for being, and you will defend them to your last breath. Everything else is just detail. We must build a wall around our kids, and we must be impenetrable. We must be the wall that they shall not pass. I will die before I comply with tyranny. And one day it may even come to that. And I will gladly meet my maker, and I will look them in the eye as a free man. So, what did you think of that? For me, he said everything most of us want to say. And the way he had the crowd, oh, and what a crowd. You could smell the confidence and hope growing in everyone. I hope it grows in you too, the listener. So, until next time, toodaloo.